Just a minute. I'm coming. FBI, open up! Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a good episode. I'm going to really go hard on the fake economy, fake debt, fake everything that we live in and the way that has made everybody so, so vulnerable. And I'm going to play a clip from a guy who's supposedly on our side that just shows the very sophisticated way that they brainwash people in this area. And for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I've practiced for more than 30 years. I'm America's most trusted and beloved lawyer because I tell them the truth. And the truth is I was a constitutional conservative, a believer in all this crap about fiscal conservatism and the Constitution getting the right people in there, checks and balances. I believed all that stupid crap for years and years and years and years and years, promoted it, sold it to people. It was so stupid. And then about 25 years ago, I got the internet. And in fairly short order, I figured out I'd been conned, scammed. The whole thing is a grift to keep me on a tax-paying plantation. And when I figured that out, I became self-certified as a master practitioner. I don't need constitutional conservative jokers anymore. I've also given myself a Lifetime Achievement Award for the incredible work I've done on this podcast with hundreds and hundreds of shows explaining the system. And when Jones Plantation movie came out, I gave myself the Presidential Medal of Freedom for the incredible acting job I did on there and for the script work I helped with making that movie possible. And I love having fake credentials and awards. I really do, because credentialing is the way they control the systems, the professions, if you don't learn the certain officialdom and spew the certain officialdom back, then they take your license or your certification or your registration and they destroy your ability to make a living. They simply just take it. And that's what officialdom does. And anybody who lived through COVID saw it. That's how they controlled the doctors. And they control everybody with that. It's just not so obvious to most people in all the other professions. They certainly control the lawyers with it. They certainly control the lawyers with it. They refuse to tell the truth. So I like to make fun of credentials and awards, and I hope everybody gives themselves fake awards and credentials to mock what an absurdity the whole thing is. All right, enough of that. I'm in kind of a bad mood. Let's go ahead and get this thing going. So I want to make a show about the fake economy that we operate under. And I'm doing this around Christmas because this entire concept of spending, spending, consumer spending, tracking spending, all this stuff, it's always driven into this idea of policy and that we have to have a better policy, better fiscal policy, conservative fiscal policy. And the conservatives run around and pretend that they're in charge of this. And this entire fake election load of crap that they always do circulates around it. And I heard a hilarious clip from Tucker Carlson, who is doing exactly what they all do in the clip interviewing this lady and driving people into this notion of policy. And I want to bring it up because I don't think people understand how important this is. The entire world at this point operates on a completely fake economy. And the United States economy is so incredibly fake, it's almost mind-bending. Virtually none of the jobs going on are needed. Almost none of them are actually productive and almost none of the work being done is real work. It's mostly just fake. And the vast majority of things being done are fake. And the entire study of so-called economics is fake. It's a cover in order to cover up these fake monetary policies that get brought in by governments. 
It doesn't matter if it's just fractional reserve banking. Once that begins, where they have this fractional reserve crap, where the money is fake and the people are forced to use it through these legal tender laws as though it's real, now you have a fake economy. And there would be absolutely no need for anything called a study of economics if there wasn't government debt and fake money. There would be no need for it. There would be no study of it. There would be nothing to do about it because ultimately the economy would simply be the voluntary exchange of real goods and services between people. And when you have that, there's no such thing as an economy. The idea you can create jobs. <laughs> they have all this stuff is all made up because of all these fake government policies. And of course, in the United States, the government spends six and a half trillion dollars every year. The spending so dwarfs anything going on in the private sector, it's almost impossible to give people ideas about how ludicrous it is. Literally, a huge worldwide industry might have hundreds of billions of dollars a year in revenue. Revenue, not profit, not bottom line profit, revenue. Just money moving around, being sold to buy the products and things like that. That's it. It's not profit. But that'd be a huge industry. And the government is spending $6.5 trillion a year. And it's operating with almost $34 trillion in debt now, increasing at a ridiculous rate, 65% increase in the debt in the last five and a half years, basically since little COVID plus. And people don't understand the impact this is going to have. They don't understand the impact it is having. The insane inflation you see, food prices, car prices, home prices, everything through the roof. Median home prices quadruple since 2000. Average median income basically is flat. And these are all so-called inflation adjusted. All inflation adjusted numbers themselves are totally fake. All of the economic numbers you hear about, they're all fake. They're all contrived. They're all made up. Completely made up. Government lies. And all of this is driving people into total and complete dependence upon government and this fake money system. Already, virtually everybody is 100% dependent upon this fake money system. And that fake money system is run by the private bankers who own the Federal Reserve banks and the governments. And they are in cahoots together to enslave the population. And if people don't understand what's going on, they have no chance. And of course, the amount of pain that would have to be inflicted on people at this point in order to right the ship is monstrous. It's gigantic. It's enormous. When I tell you that 90% of the people are working in jobs that make absolutely no difference, have no reason, and would not exist without the fake money system and all the debt, I'm not exaggerating. This country, look around. Look around. How many things are actually being produced? How many people are actually engaged in something that's a real job? Insurance, banking, advertising, marketing, <laughs> lawyers dreamed up arguing about regulatory horse shit that's made up, real estate brokers buying and selling horse shit based upon local taxes, inflation, and house flipping. All the financial services markets, all these fake stocks that exist that all lose money and drop out of the S&P 500 and are pumped up. WeWorks is a classic example. A complete scam from the beginning. Nothing but an office sharing business. There's nothing new about it. 
There's all sorts of them. Most of them end up going bankrupt. They're a very small margin business. If you run it effectively, you can do okay. It's not bad. It's a real business. People want offices. They don't want to have to pay for an entire office themselves and get into a long-term commercial lease with uh, their staff and everything else. It's So it's a service that people want. But you look at a company like WeWorks that steps in with their scam founder. And what do they do? They end up going public at $22 billion valuation during COVID. The value of that company ran up to about 36 or $38 billion very shortly, and then was completely and totally bankrupt within 18 months. Totally bankrupt. How is this possible? See, how can something like that happen? And yet nobody goes to prison. See, all of the bankers uh, involved in that deal, none of them go to prison. All the lawyers who do diligence, no, none of them go to prison. All the people who approved it and signed off it and diligence and the regulatory agents and affairs and the SEC who allowed it to go through with all their filings to prove they were worth this and that and to put it to the public, nobody goes to prison. Nobody's even discussed about going to prison. In fact, they're all massively rewarded. And they simply go and do it again because they've simply dumped it on what they call the dumb money, which is the public. The entire system is set up to extract money from the fools in the form of taxes and these fake investments. All of these investments are driven by these mandatory investments that have to get made for these 401ks and all this other shit. That's all driven by the tax code, which only allows certain kinds of things to be deducted and exempted from growth and a Roth IRA and all these different things. It's all driven by tax codes and SEC regulations and the federal government. So this money gushes in all the time. Every single week, every single month, cushes in, and they have to allocate it to something in the so-called stock market. And then the types of investments that are permitted are all regulated by the government. And then you simply get into this regulated area that's approved by the SEC, and you're okay. And then you can get money, and you allocate it by sector. Is it healthcare? Is it technology? Is it growth? Is it stability? Is it income? All these things are made up. These are made-up things with made-up companies, with made-up balance sheets, all created by this gap accounting, which is the generally accepted accounting principles. And they change them all the time. They change them all the time because it's all a fraudulent game, all a gigantic fraudulent game. And everybody's taking a grift and a slice out of it. It's in this area. And there's absolutely no truth about it. Instead, people go on talking about it as though this economy that we even have is real. And that if we're in full employment and all this other stuff, it's all fake. At any time, they pull the plug. And the tens of trillions that are on the books of operating debt, it collapses the whole thing. The hundreds and hundreds of trillions of dollars in unfunded liability, those things are all completely gone. There's no way to pay them. The money doesn't exist. Nobody has it. Nobody's giving it to us. Nobody's lending it to us. It's fake. It's all fake from the top to the bottom. This is the part people don't get. And that's why the people are 100% controlled. Because it's very clear that the tiniest little jiggle with interest rates or some other thing, and these massive depressions come on. And the simple fact is I made that show about the great taking and that guy confirms the same thing I've told people again and again. If you stripped out all of these government programs that are assisting people in a thousand ways and propping it all up with debt, you'd have an economy that was so much worse than the 1930s in the America. <laughs> so much, so much worse. But all of these companies can survive with this fake money. Just like Amazon survived for years and years and years and grew and grew and grew. And there was selling many of its items at a loss. How can you be a middleman reseller at a loss? How can that work? Well, because they wanted to drive mom and pop businesses out of business, brick and mortar out of business, drive everybody online. So the thing was totally controllable into one basic thing. And then they could have one giant employer 
and you have to deal with them and they drive everybody under the digital world and then they can cut you off with a digital currency. And it all fits together if you understand it. Facebook, these are just data collection centers. All these giant companies supposedly so successful. It's all just a bunch of military contractors living off of war. These fake technology companies that collect data. And they're all successful because of government contracts and the fake money system. That's all they are. If you strip them all out, there's no such thing as an economy of going to Starbucks, eating out at Applebee's, and working at Amazon. That's not an actual economy. It's totally and completely unsustainable. Nothing about that's real. People can't see that. You have to produce something people want. Reselling garbage that's come from China is not an economy. It can never work. Having people have those jobs where they simply sell office buildings going up and up when even the office occupancy rates are fucking 30% and they're still building buildings. You see strip centers going up. You see apartments going up. <laughs> this huge real estate game, it's all a scam. This shit's all a complete scam with scam money and scam loans and Chicom money that comes in and gets laundered through because it's all exceptions to these money laundering laws through real estate. It's all giant games. All of it's games, people. See, all of it's games and nobody will talk about it because in order to fix this problem, people intuitively understand the whole system would have to collapse. And it would. Oh, it would be so bad. It'd be so incredibly bad. But people think that by pushing it off that somehow they can avoid this kind of pain. They can't. That pain is going to be translated into an electronic prison and the complete and total elimination of most of the population. Because that's the only way it can be fixed. You'd have to collapse it down and people have to readjust and all that debt that's on there and the people and these fake assets people think they're holding. They all have to go away. And it's just an unbelievable amount of pain. Or you have to take away all the people. The huge, huge numbers of people, and then the debt can just disappear and there's no problem because then there's no actual real world impact. And this number's in a computer. See, those are the realities, and people think they're going to avoid it and they don't want to have to face this. So they want to keep buying their four wheelers and imagining they're going on vacations and cruises and all this stupid shit with the other mutant scooter people eating free buffets on these cruises and going to restaurants. It's, it's moronic. You can't avoid what's coming. But the people aren't willing to pay any kind of price in order so that their own kids and grandkids and the people that come after them can be okay. And this type of situation has never, ever, ever, ever existed before. All the ridiculous claims about what used to happen and all these old, then none of those things apply. We have a totally fake money system that's electronic. And the levels of debt, they're so preposterous. They're so much higher than anything that could have ever been sustained during any kind of real hard money economy that used to exist prior to all this technology. None of the examples prior to, say, 1800 can possibly ever apply to an industrialized culture. And once you have electronics and fake money like we do, then none of the examples, even Weimar Germany, they don't apply. None of these things apply. All of the collapses would be 10 times worse, 10 times worse. And like I said, people think that because they're not willing to opt into it, that somehow it's going to be avoided. The pain will not be avoided. It'll simply be transferred into other areas of pain other areas of pain, mostly being total and complete dependence upon a digital currency that only the government tells you how much you can spend with a little tiny area that you can live in, the travel restrictions in the 15-minute cities, and the massive elimination of huge swaths of the population. That's what the result will be. You either collapse it or you get that. That's it. There's nothing in between. There's no amount of fiscal conservative policy that you can vote in, that could ever have anything to do with it. All these politicians are all liars, and all of these people in the media are all liars because they don't tell you the truth. 
They don't tell you the truth. They never tell anybody the truth. And these people who work in the financial industry who go on television, they're all a bunch of liars because if they ever told the truth, one, their job would go away. And two, they could never get on media again. So they're not going to tell people the truth. Nobody's telling anyone the truth. Everybody's running around saying the emperor has a fantastic set of clothes because no one wants to face the reality. That's all. That's the reality. And you're never going to be able to save yourself from the disaster that's coming because it's only going to be in one of two forms, a collapse so fantastic that I don't think there's anybody that could ever prep enough to handle it or a government takeover and a loss of your rights and an elimination of the population so dramatic that, again, the likelihood that you're going to avoid it is almost nothing. And so what I want to do now is I want to play this little clip from Tucker who's interviewing this lady. I don't even know who she is. I don't care. She's your typical financial bullshit artist who goes on. I can only imagine having to spend some time with her. I'll attach the link, having a drink with her. Just It's moronic, the stuff she says. And of course, it's moronic what Tucker does. And you will see how the man is not your friend. He's not your friend. He has his own website. He's supposedly independent. He could tell the truth. He could tell the truth, <laughs> but he won't tell the truth because anyone who looks into his history and his family and everyone else will see he's a very sophisticated form of controlled opposition. He really is one of the best people that's out there as far as someone who might tell the truth. It could be a telling truth, but he's just a great example of the fact that nobody out there in media making money is going to tell you the truth. They can't. They never will. Otherwise, they'll simply disappear. Just like my stuff, my truth about the lost site got nuked, and I'm very pissed off about it, but I don't even want to get into the details. The explanations I got make absolutely no sense, and I'm sure they'll end up doing the same thing to my podcast at some point, but I'm just telling you that this is an interesting clip, so let's play a little of it. So, I mean, I'm not that old, but even I remember a world in which people were suspicious of debt. Ah. And it was not considered a virtue to be in hock to somebody else. Okay. And it was considered crazy and reckless to base, you know, your business, much less your economy, on debt. And then all of a sudden things changed pretty crisply and debt became like a respectable business. I'm, I sell debt, distressed debt. And... And then we based the whole economy on debt. And obviously that was insane. But how do you think that change took place in attitudes? Okay, see that? So he's right. And I've talked about it many times. Once you come off the gold standard in the early 70s and you went into the stagflation and Carter and all this other shit, then they roll in Ron Reagan and the conservatives run around and act like Reagan was some fucking brilliant guy who helped us. He didn't. His policies helped to totally financialize the entire economy and create an economy based upon debt and bullshit. And that's what we have now. And this is what they always do. They take the conservatives and they use them in a way that the conservative voters can't catch on. But he's correct. Now, buying debt, distressed debt, every I've given people stories about suing these shopping centers that would be opened up immediately. They'd immediately go into some kind of construction litigation, and then they would go into bankruptcy. And then the same people who built the stuff would reform, get another limited partnership, and buy the shit out of bankruptcy for five cents on the dollar and wash out all their debt. And they turn around, they do it all again. This is what happens over and over and over again, because it's not real money. They're not real losses. It's all fake. The bankers don't care. They all make money. They get kickbacks. The entire economy is fake. So he's asking this question, reasonable question, kind of sets it up right, kind of makes sense, right? He talks about how it's insane. It's not insane. It's a plan. It's a plan. It's a long-term plan to enslave the people and get total control of everything. And they're almost there, just like that great taking movie showed. And just like that great taking movie distracts people in the voting and all the other shit, so do shows like this. Now listen. 
Well, it's interesting. So that really started back in the early 80s. Bingo. Um, and frankly, uh, I guess not surprisingly, we had that peak in interest rates. And as interest rates started to come down, the allure of debt became more and more appealing because you could borrow it lower and lower interest rates. Right. And then, as you said, Tucker. In other words, look, when debt's high, you have high interest rates. As it comes down, a lot of people don't understand that you make money because now you're holding an 18 percent note. And now people can only get 15 percent for it. Well, you got 18 percent. So yours is worth a lot more. So as interest rates come down, that debt becomes more value to be holding. Okay? If interest rates go up, your debt becomes less valuable. So it's almost the opposite of a stock. A lot of people don't understand it. Also, people don't understand that the debt markets are so much bigger. The bond markets, they dwarf all of the securities markets. People think the stock market's a big deal. Everybody who knows real money knows that the debt market's where all the action is. Same with a company. The people who control the companies are not the people who are the shareholders. The people who control the companies are the debt holders. Massive amounts of debt, that's how you get control of a company. Okay, so she kind of knows this. She talks about it's the early 80s, it's Reagan. Okay, this is what I'm saying. It starts getting financialized. Listen to this crap. Okay, that kind of became the engine of growth for the economy. And we stopped <laughs> being people who built real things. Yeah. And we outsourced all that, you know, hard labor to uh, countries like China and Indonesia and India and whatnot. And we got into the manufacture of paper. Okay, well, there's no such thing. That's not a real economy. It's fake. We got into the business of manufacturing these paper products. These things are fake. They don't exist. It's no amount of them can ever create anything. They're fake. Yeah, you can take money out and you can spend it. So, so can a counterfeiter. He can spend counterfeit money and get real assets if you don't catch him. This is approved state-sponsored counterfeiting that fucking screws all the regular people don't understand and conservatives don't tell the truth. Here she is acting as though the economy could ever be based upon on this. It can't. It can never be based upon that. They can never have an actual economy. This is just another way of covering things up with these fancy words and equations and stupid shit that so-called modern economics uh, throws down and confuses people with. Milton Friedman and all this other crap. These people are all cover-up artists. They're all cover-up artists for the fact that the only real economy can exist when you have real hard currency and you don't have legal tender laws. As soon as those things go away, it's over. And we haven't had those things since 1913. And we, for the last 50 plus years have all been gone since we completely came off the gold standard. All of them completely gone. So here it is. This woman works in this fake industry and she's acting as though some of these things are true, but some of them aren't. So that's massively misleading because people don't understand fundamentals. Which I guess is a much more elegant thing to do. You know, elegant. you don't get your fingernails dirty doing that kind See? of stuff. See, so she's acting like it's a real possibility, like they're real work. Like it's a real job. Like it could actually work if we did it the right way. See, but none of that's true. See, none of that's true. So we let uh, the rest of the world produce all of our widgets and the stuff and pharmaceuticals, as it turns out, while we manufactured paper claims. <laughs> pharmaceuticals. I like the way she throws that one in there. That's hilarious and classic. While we manufacture paper claims, no such thing, all totally, completely impossible. So it can never, ever be possible under the system we have. Because fundamentally, they never discussed the Federal Reserve, fractional reserve banking, and the fact that it's 100% fiat currency now, that's totally fake. The system can never be audited, and the federal government's spending at $6.5 trillion so dominates the economy, and it simply steals all of that money. It takes it at gunpoint from all the people. It produces absolutely nothing of value and employs millions and millions of people and then distorts the market in every possible way with its regulation and spending. None of this can ever be brought under control at all on any possibility at the systems we're at now without an incredible collapse. And so here she is. Let's listen to some more of her incredible, incredibly deceptive bullshit. 
Um, and then we imagined that we could uh, grow forever on all this debt that we were uh, printing. Did you get that? Grow forever. We're never grown at all. All that's fake growth. You can put it down and, and show statistics and numbers, and, but they aren't real. <laughs> They're as fake as the money. That's all. In fact, they take fake money, they financialize it, they create fake businesses, and then they create leveraged financial products off this other fakery, and they call it growth. Why? Because they come up with these equations, statistics, and models, and they just come up with these ridiculous definitions that don't have any connection whatsoever to reality. They call it growth. Oh, we could have grown forever. We weren't growing at all. We weren't growing at all. Numbers were increasing. That's not real growth. People had money in their pockets. It wasn't real money. <laughs> it's all fake. See, this is all fake, and this is the end result. But these people don't tell the truth. Uh, because the rest of the world was so enamored with our dollars that they would continue to fling money at us for any, uh, you know, as egregious as our spending was. They would continue to support us um, by, you know, lending us money and taking our dollars in return. Listen to this shit. The entire world runs on fake currency. Anybody who attempts to try to start a real currency gets killed. Gaddafi, killed. Hussein, killed. You suggest a dinar based on gold or oil or something, they come and kill you. These countries take it because we destroy them with the International Monetary Fund and massive amounts of debt laid on their own country through their own corrupt governments. There's nothing that makes our dollar more valuable than some piece of shit in Colombia or Guatemala or someplace in Africa. They're both fake. Ours has value because we have guns and, and warplanes that go over and kill people. <laughs> That's it. That's all it is. And so acting like our dollar is so good, they want to give it to us because it's a fake world. They're trying to choose between fake options. They've got the entire world based on this shit now. So people think it's real. This woman continues to promote it. They wanted our money. They're lending us money. Most of this stuff is totally made up. There's no money being lent. Nobody has tens and tens and tens of trillions of dollars in value sitting around that they can give us for our bonds. That's utterly made up. It's all fake. Hundreds and hundreds of trillions of dollars in uh, unfunded liabilities. It does, money doesn't exist. The value doesn't exist. It's just numbers in a computer that are all made up. And this woman just continues this fraud. And Tucker sits there listening like he's so interested. Wait to hear the end. And that's all changing, and it's changing Ooh. rapidly. Um, however, here in the U.S., uh, policymakers still have their blinders on, and they imagine that the U.S. dollar uh, will never be challenged as the world's reserve currency and that we can continue to print money uh, wantonly, uh, to, you know, indefinitely, and they'll just suck it up. You got this? They're oblivious to it. They're not oblivious to it. They understand it's just a scam. They don't give a shit. These are not mistakes. These are not mistakes that the lawmakers are making. This is not about conservative politics. It's not about bringing it in. These currencies that are challenging them, the BRICS thing, the policies and all their currencies are just fake. They operate just as fakely. And they're all in the Bank of International Settlements anyway. <laughs> this has nothing to do with anything they frame it up as. This is a massive manipulation to drive towards a single world government. That's all this is. It's multiple levels of the exact same game. The national level, the international level, all these things, they're going to wreck our economy. At any time, they can wreck it right now because there is no economy. All they actually have to do is pull the curtain back and show people the reality and it will collapse. As long as they keep it down and keep the game running, then the appearance, the facade can be kept up. 
But all this shit about, all oh, the U.S. dollar is going to be challenged as the world reserve currency. The only reason it ever became a so-called world reserve currency was because we hit the end of World War II. We had Bretton Woods. We'd blown everybody up. And so we demanded that as payment. <laughs> and that's it. Now everyone has to change their shit out in dollars. Now, now we're getting weaker. Now they've cored us out. Now our economy's gone. Now our industrial capacity's all gone. It's all been shipped out and eroded and destroyed. So there's nothing left of it. This is all planned, people. And ladies like this, they sit there and they lie to people in this very sophisticated way. Very, very sophisticated way they're lying to you. Indicating that there's possibilities and policy issues and we need to turn it around with this and that and that the economy was growing, but now it's out of hand. It's all fake, people. I get so sick of this shit. And in reality, uh, they're not doing that anymore. They're not buying our treasury bonds anymore. And they're diversifying actually out of our dollars into <laughs> gold and into oil and strategic resources. And then they're starting to trade in local currencies so that they don't have to transact in dollars. So I think, uh, you know, the demise of U.S. hegemony is really upon us. What's hilarious is the Federal Reserve itself buys it. They print the money up, they buy it themselves, just like the Bank of Japan buys up their entire market. It's all fake. Analyzing things in terms of sort of von Mises' hard economics makes no sense in a world where nothing is real. None of the currency's real. They suppress the living shit out of all actual things like real gold, real assets. They're massively suppressed. The only thing they run up is real estate. And that's this massively run up in value and price because the people want it and they can live in it, but they, they suppress the living shit out of gold and silver and everything real. Platinum is cheaper than gold. Last time I looked, platinum is found in way rarer amounts than gold. Just like silver is found approximately 16 to one in gold. Every ounce of gold you find in a mine, you find 16 ounces of silver. Roughly, it's always been the same. Silver should be about 1 16th the price of gold. It isn't because it's massively suppressed. Platinum should be more expensive than gold. It's not. It's cheaper. None of these prices make any sense. Our bonds make no sense. We are basically a fully bankrupt company selling our bonds as a government. <laughs> our bonds are cheap. Just a few points. They're not multiple percentages. Look at Argentina. It doesn't have a massive military. It's got inflation 100, 150% or something. Nobody will buy their bonds. Why? Because it's all shit. Same in Africa. This is all about military strength. It's not about policies or anything else. I don't understand why people can't see this. All right, we're almost done with this. I'm so pissed off at this shit. And the Biden administration and so many in Washington <laughs> are just sleeping right through it sleeping. as if it's not a reality. Got it? So it's, it's the Biden administration. We have to get back to more conservative policies. This is the reality. This is how it's always presented, always presented like this, as though somehow if we just did the right thing with the politics, it would be right. If we just got a more conservative government in there, if we just vote the right way, it can fix it. People, it's so much worse. It's so much worse. This is why this whole Christmas thing just drives me crazy. Total and complete fake consumption everywhere. These people have no money to be spending like this. There is no economy. These jobs are totally fake. At any time, they can be collapsed down. I gave you the WeWorks example. I could give you endless examples like this. Look at Pfizer. What do they sell? They sell poison. <laughs> the government bought it. Hundreds of billions. Ridiculous. Massive profits. They're all handed out.
I've given you all these tech firms. They're fake. They don't make real money. It's not true. They just circulate it around. These giant companies advertise in these tech companies, Facebook and Twitter and all this crap. Who's buying that? Are you clicking on ads and buying shit from Twitter ads? No, you block the ads. You think you're so unusual? You're not. Go to the mall. It's dead. They're driving everybody online. I don't understand why people want to be slaves. It's just, it's gotten to the point for me that it's clear the bulk of the people actually are unsalvageable. They are a slave class. And I understand why the people who have run things are so cynical about them and don't give one shit about helping them, saving them, treat them like cattle. I get it. I 100% get it because I have nothing but contempt for the vast majority of the population that continues to be snowed by a scam this open and obvious and continues to allow government agents who are armed goons living among them and calling them heroes and having support and waving the flag and saying the Pledge of Allegiance. These are people who love their slavery who adore their masters, who are abusing them, who live like kings, who fly around in private jets and tell the people that they have to fucking sell their cars and ride on urine-soaked public transportation and that they're saving you as they literally steal the money from you at gunpoint and tell you that it's part of being a good citizen. The story is so moronic at this point. It's so insanely off the tracks that my contempt for the average person is so high And when I see what goes on in social media and I see people like this being hailed as some kind of freedom fighter, truth teller, truth to power speaker, it's so ludicrous to me. It insults my intelligence. It insults my intelligence because it's so blatant. I would love, love, love to do a true analysis of the actual true so-called economy in this country and see what it is. Like I said, I think it's a 90% overstatement. 90% overstatement. When I think about what's actually real, a 90% overstatement. And the reason is because now people just live on their phones. For the last 15 years, that smartphone has completely destroyed it. vast majority of people's ability to think. They think shit that pops up on their phone is real because they can push a few buttons and electronic transfer money around and get some kind of Zelle this or, or transfer that and buy a product here and have it delivered and Uber Eats and all this stupid shit that it's real and it's an economy. And they have these fake jobs working in these tech industries, renting these apartments they can't afford, buying cars they can't afford. A fucking pickup truck now is like $75,000. <laughs> this is insanity, people. This is complete insanity. The entire generation of people is now completely and totally locked out of the housing market and it will never come back. Fourfold increase in 20 years with basically a flat income, median income flat. How's this going to work? If you don't already own a house, you never own a house. If you're in the vast majority of the population. Used to be back in the 60s and 70s, not that long ago, during my lifetime, a man with a regular job could buy a house, live with his family, his wife did not have to work, and his kids were fine. That used to be the case. Literally in my lifetime, it's completely gone away and people don't seem to care. They get on there and they talk like this. They talk like this. And I guess for me, I've got nephews and I know what's going to happen to them. And I know what world they're facing. And their kids, if they ever have them, they are totally and completely screwed. And for me, I'm willing to do something about it. I'm willing to let it collapse now. I'm okay. But no one else is. No one else is willing to pay any price at all. 
They just want to keep going. And people imagine that price can be avoided. It can't be. It's growing every day, and it's simply going to get transferred into some other way of the collapse and the destruction of the population. And what they're going to do is enslave everybody. And the people will gladly accept it in order to buy, again, some more illusion of protection. There's no other way to talk about it, people. There's no other way. And this one basically comes out on New Year's Eve, and this is what we're looking at. And believe me, we are working up to an incredibly frenzied insanity. This ridiculous election year, nobody in there is going to tell you the truth about the Federal Reserve, the absurd fake debt. Nobody's going to tell you about any of these things. Nobody's going to tell you about the electronic prison that's coming, that the government's building every day. I shoot the links. I put them in there when I post my shows. People see them. This is what's going to happen. So how much can I continue to care about these people? I'm telling you, my concern is already at the contempt level for the vast, vast majority of people. I just cannot socialize anymore. I can't face it. I can't deal with people this stupid, this slavish, this moronic, this naive, <laughs> defending these criminals who are stealing shit from us and wrecking us and driving us into this ditch and arguing about which criminal is going to do the better job. <laughs> oh. There you go. There you go. This is what it's like. I heard a little Dan Bongino today interviewing some fucking stupid senator talking about the Constitution. we got to get back to it. And if the Supreme Court rules a certain way in this Moore case on income, we're really screwed. Then they're going to be able to tax anything they want as though we're just slaves to the Supreme Court. Constitutions, three different branches, all this total and complete misinformation they feed people day and night, night and day, 24-7, all the time. He's had the people so confused. And the truth is right there available on the internet to anybody who wants to go on there and actually look. 25 years it's been available. They won't go look. They won't go look. Even if you directly tell them, they won't hear it. They will insist, oh, we could do this. And I don't know, it's not that bad. What are we going to do? What's the government? What's your suggestion? They always want the same shit. They always want the same shit. It doesn't matter that we are on a direct course for complete this total screw job. No, 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 we can't change course until I can explain to them every fucking detail about how I have an alternative system. Instead of just saying, look, we got to pay the piper. That's it. This thing's got to start coming down now, immediately. Well, they're not willing to do it. So, so I just don't care to help those people. I really don't. I block people instantaneously on Twitter for a reason. And like I said, I'm just in a bad mood. I'm in a bad mood. I'm really, really tired of this. Really, really tired of having to live among these types of people. And it's just obvious they're just gushing more and more complete idiots in. Just moron, low IQ people have nothing in common with, not even close. Destroying my culture, bad-mouthing me. I'm a white man. I'm hated in my own country. This is insane and unacceptable to me. And people, ooh, it's always changing, you know. Just fucking hate these people now. <sighs> I spend a lot of time with my pets. It's because I like my cats. <laughs> uh, whatever. Whatever. I just... That's all I'm going to say about it. So, you know, to the extent I'm on Twitter, you can follow me if you want. Legal Man of U.S. Crime Review. If you come at me with some kind of constitutional horse shit, I just block people. And if you want to sit there and laugh at it, that's great. You want to learn about how insane it is, great. You want to try to tell me that I don't know what the fuck's going on, I just block you. 
If you want to think that's a win, it's a win. Legal man doesn't want to argue with me. He doesn't want to prove his point to me. I, then believe whatever you want. I'm not about to waste my time with that shit, people. And thank you to the people on Patreon. I really appreciate you guys. It's nice to have a small group of people who get it, you know. I think I'm going to do a, another one on the war series next. I'm thinking I saw some really great stuff from Korean War. It's not really in the timeline, but I don't have to stick to any kind of timeline in that series. And the people who like the truth and support my show, you're good people. You have a lot of integrity. I've told people truth that most people are not willing to speak. Nobody's even willing to think what the truth could be at this point. <laughs> Almost no one's going to speak it. So the people who are willing to kick some skin in the game, I appreciate you guys. I really do. And jonesplantationfilm.com, if you want to support that project, I really appreciate it. I play Mr. Jones, and it's a great allegory for showing people the way the system really works, the scam that is the political system. I hope people watch the movie, give it to people as a gift. It's not on Amazon yet, I don't think, but it's going to be on there soon, a bunch of other platforms, and the DVDs will also be available. It's been some delays in getting it done for a variety of reasons that have nothing to do with uh, attempts and hard work on the part of Andrew. It's just the way it is. But thank you to anybody who supports that project. I really appreciate it. And beyond that, I don't think there's anything else to say. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. Everybody have a happy new year to the extent that's even possible. You guys have been a great audience as usual. Everybody have a nice night or day, wherever you are. Take care. Thank you, everybody. Let's put your hands together one more time. For Legal Man. Great show. Thanks so much. Forget to take your shirt and go away. More quash. More quash.